Thank you for listening to this week's Freedom Church podcast. We hope it helps and inspires you. Today we begin a new teaching series about the adventure of a lifetime, which isn't having a child. It's not getting married like Lorna and Joe did last week. Uh, It's not getting a new job or joining the property ladder. But the adventure of a lifetime is a life walking with God, which might include all of the above. I wonder what you immediately think of when someone starts to talk Jesus, Christian, believer, disciple. Because there's a side to our walk with Christ that sometimes we forget, which is which just screams adventure. For those of us living this life of adventure would agree, hopefully, that the definition of a disciple of Jesus would include words such as sacrifice, surrender, uh, giving our all. When we give our all, there's a, a lack of control. There's a, an absence of a thought through strategy and an unseen uh, unpredictability because when we give our all to Christ, when we surrender to him, we give him the reins. And so therefore we ask him to lead us, him to guide us and to tell us what's next. And this doesn't mean that we stand still and wait for a lightning bolt to appear from the sky. A church leader once said to me, Hannah, you can't steer a boat that is sitting still. Keep moving. Keep trying. And God will direct you. And so the series we're beginning is all about this adventure of a lifetime and sits on this word unleashed unleashed what powerful imagery I wonder what has flooded to your imagination unleashed when someone is unleashed they are boundless they are unrestricted they are free which is kind of ironic (laughs) talking about being unleashed in this time of lockdown but when we talk Jesus we talk life and when we talk life we talk freedom Jesus is all about this unleashing of And so today we begin this Unleashed series by focusing on something, um, pardon me, someone uh, who makes this adventure possible. We're focusing on the unleashed power that we have access to. Unleashed power. If you are a follower of Jesus, you have access to unleashed power. If you believe in God as your father and Jesus as your saviour, you have an unleashed power living within you, which is binding the powers of hell and unleashing the atmosphere of heaven. Throughout the series, we'll be making our way through some of the book of Acts, which is in the New Testament. And it's written by a doctor who, at the moment, of course, we have a huge appreciation for, particularly at this time. And uh, this doctor's name was Luke, and uh, it was he who continued to record the story of the impact of Jesus after he died, came back to life and went back home to heaven. And today we begin uh, at the beginning of of Acts. Uh, And so what was going on? Well, in verse three of Acts chapter one, Luke tells us that during the 40 days after Jesus had suffered and died, he appeared to the apostles from time to time and he proved to them in many ways that he was actually alive and he talked to them about the kingdom of God. Continuing on to verses four and five, Luke tells us that once when Jesus was eating with them, he commanded them, do not leave Jerusalem 
until the Father sends you the gifts he promised. As I told you before, John baptised with water, but in a few days you'll be baptised with the Holy Spirit. God used this passage to remind me again recently that without the power of the Holy Spirit, none of what was to come was possible. Jesus said, do not go anywhere. Stay put. Wait. Do not leave. And so if the disciples had ignored Jesus and cracked on, set up meetings, organised rallies, printed flyers, uh, whatever they would have done, if they had done that, if they ignored Jesus, then it wouldn't have worked out the way that it did. The disciples were told to wait in Jerusalem because the Spirit was coming. And why were they told to wait? Because the unleashed power of the Holy Spirit is 100% necessary for the church's existence. Let me say that again. The Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit, this unleashed power is 100% necessary, 100% essential for the church's existence. We are nothing without him. And that's what makes us so different. And so when we read on, thankfully, after Jesus uh, was taken up to heaven, they increased their team due to the gap they had because of Judas. Uh, But then they waited. They did what Jesus told them to, to do. They waited. They waited. They prayed. And then they prayed. And then they waited. And then they waited. And then they prayed. And when they waited, the, the spirit came and when he did, he filled them all and transformed their ability and witness. The power of the Holy Spirit was unleashed. And so uh, what looked like tongues of fire was seen on their heads. A sound from heaven like the roaring of a mighty windstorm filled the house where they were sitting. Everyone present was filled with the Holy Spirit and was given the ability to begin speaking in other languages. Now, after meditating on God's word and seeking him and what he wanted to share with us today, what struck me most was actually what happened next. When the Holy Spirit came, immediately, and understandably, people responded and noticed. Some were intrigued. They were asking the question, what does... What does this mean? This is crazy. I mean, they were completely amazed and said, how can this be? These people are all from Galilee and yet we hear them speaking in our own native languages. How can this be? What does this mean? They were intrigued. But then there were another group of people. There were others in the crowd who ridiculed them, saying, seriously, they're just drunk. They are just drunk. That is all. Like, this is not something we should be giving our attention to. Just let's not make this more than it is. It's just the alcohol talking. Everyone go home. Go about your business. This will all be over in a few hours. Now, in our scientific world, see it to believe it culture and, you know, be comfortable kind of society. We can find ourselves rationalising the unleashed power of the Holy Spirit. We can. We can end up talking ourselves out of doing something because it might sound a bit strange. We can end up justifying that, 
you know, it's cool if people want to do that, but that's not for me. We speculate. This is what we do. We, we speculate. We find ourselves watching from a distance. We stand on the edge looking in and we allow the fear of the unknown to hold us down and to hold us captive and to keep us on that leash. And realising this again, it initially stirred up within me an uncomfortable, holy frustration, as it, as it were, because one, I know that I do it. Two, I know that's exactly what the enemy wants us to do. And three, I know that if we allow for this rationalisation to take place, we miss out on the goodness of God. When we speculate, we can easily find ourselves becoming bitterly critical, fearfully sceptical and simply lazy, all of which, of course, are not of God's character. And so when we step back, we take a seat and we watch from a distance, we only experience God through the eyes of other people. But what if we all participated? What if we all joined the game? John Wimber, the leader of the Christian movement Vineyard, a hero of the faith, was famous for saying everyone gets to play. What if we all chose to participate in this adventure of experiencing the unleashed power of the spirit together, a priority? I think Romsey might look a little different, don't you? And so therefore I urge you, I urge you, don't be a spectator, join the adventure. Don't be a spectator, but join this adventure. Don't be a spectator because it's critical, but join the adventure because it's uplifting. Don't be a spectator because it's boring. Join the adventure because it's a ton of fun. Don't be a spectator because it's far from God. Instead, join the adventure because it's close to his heart. Don't be a spectator because that is the place of fear. Join the adventure where it is full of love. Now, the church had been praying for revival for a lot longer than however long I've been around. Uh, but the church, we have been praying for a great awakening for, for uh, quite some time now. And interestingly, in this season, many people have asked the question, well, is that now? What if uh, this was the time for a new release of God's unleashed power? What if, what if the time was now for a fresh outpouring of the Holy Spirit's unleashed power within this world? Everyone gets to play. So don't be a spectator. If that time is now, do not be a spectator. Don't miss out on the goodness of God. Don't allow your enemy to hold you back, to hold you captive and to keep you enslaved to fear. Join the adventure. Now you might be asking, well, what does the adventure look like? What does participating look like? Well, it just simply looks like doing your bit. All of us doing our bit. It looks like giving things a good go. It looks like stepping out in faith when we believe God has told us to do something. It might look like instead of listening to the radio on your commute to work or the COVID-19 frontline, you actually spend the time uh, praying for a, a refilling of, of God's spirit and power. It looks like, uh, it might look like doing your bit when that alarm goes off earlier uh, than you might need it to and actually getting out of bed and, and praying. It, it might look like 
uh, doing your bit when it's cold and dark and no one's up yet. It, it looks like walking through the doors of the food bank whilst praying for this unleashed power uh, to be more uh, obvious in the room that you might be in. It might look like you taking this week of prayer and fasting a bit more seriously than you have before and spending undistracted time on your knees physically in prayer. Uh, I don't know about you, but I'm just a bit fed up of making excuses as to why I might not be praying a lot more. I'm a bit bored of uh, my own selfish and lazy reasons uh, as to why I might be not asking God for God's power and spirit more often. Well, I say to myself, Hannah, stop spectating. Join the adventure. And so wherever you are now, I challenge you, I encourage you to choose adventure over spectating right now in this moment as I read a passage uh, from the book of Romans over you and as we sing uh, the Lord's Prayer, our Father. So let me read this uh, to us. Romans 8, 10 to 11 says, and Christ lives within you. So even though your body will die because of sin, the spirit gives you life because you have been made right with God. The spirit of God, this unleashed power who raised Jesus from the dead, lives in you. We're going to sing our Father. And as you do, focus on what God might be saying to you. You might want to open out your hands and ask for the Spirit to come and fill you afresh. Don't participate. Don't participate, but join the adventure. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, you are good. Our Father who art in heaven, blessed be your name. Father, we ask for more of you within our lives. Holy Spirit, would you unleash your power? Unleash your power in us today. Fill us afresh so that we can be better at witnessing to others for you, being better at, at worshipping you in spirit and truth. Father, would you help us? We give you the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. For more information about Freedom Church, please go to www.freedomchurch.uk. Thank you for listening.